What's going on? Little Tom Petty for this wonderful Friday morning, September 9th. Will there ever be an end to the heat? Let's hope. How's your week gone? You made some money? Pushed some metal? Met some people? Pressed some palms? High fives? Low fives? No fives? I'm going into this weekend like, yeah, it's been a short week, but I'm still looking forward to the weekend. We are chasing after it. We're going to see if we're able to finish up today. It's going to be a trick one, man. I'll tell you that right now. We're going to have to really pull some rabbits out of some hats. We'll pull some stuff out of some other orifices. So, anywho, everything's good, though. Everything's good. No complaints. Does it sound like I'm complaining? I'm not. I'm not a whiner. I'm not a bitcher. I'm not a belly itcher. CRV, liftgate smash, uh, stress cracks. Hit a post and wrinkled it through a body line. I pretty much knew it wasn't going to work. Um, and I wasn't going to sit there for 18 hours trying to make this thing, you know, save the lift gate and save the whales and all the other savings. So, glue pulled a little bit, started pulling a little paint. I'm like, screw this thing. I already told the lady we're probably going to paint it. I said 90% sure. So, I just went ahead and pushed to paint. No big deal. Had a beautiful BMW 5E, a couple small dents. Did some wheels and then a couple bumpers for that bad boy. We get a lot of 5 Series E's. That's a real popular car um, for whatever reason. Um, it's a nice car. Uh, repeat customer. He's been here probably seven or eight times. Veloster. Uh, this is a good one. I'll circle back to that. And an Audi R7. R7 was just bumper. Super nice guy. Does some business that uh, helps cops, I guess. They, I don't know exactly what they do, but, but uh, he does well. R7s are a badass car. Beautiful. I mean, it's super wide and low. It's like a door wedge. Real mean. Um, so, going back to the Veloster. Jake the Snake, higher dent hand, came in. Uh, was working on a 4Runner we also have here. An older, like a 2000, but really clean, like low mile. And I pulled him off because this customer's kind of a waiter. He's been here before. We've done his Porsche, and this is his son's car. It's going back off lease. Uh, just as soon as I saw the dent, uh, I knew it was a golf ball. Pretty easy to tell. About an inch and a half wide by about a half inch deep. A true half inch deep. White. Uh, white's probably white and silver. You know, the lighter metallics are the worst colors to push with, with a dent that you might think might crack paint with stretch because it shows the cracks more than any other color. Darker colors like, or like fire engine red, dark blue, black, of course. Best colors. So... So Jake asked for some advice. Hey, what, what should I do with this? I said, you need to get this thing out of the glare. You need to see it really good because it's going to be hard to read your tool in, in the bottom. So I said, you know, he was in the back of the shop. I said, roll the, the roll up down as much as you can. Get rid of all the light tubes. Just use a solo tube. You know, don't you have all three bars turn on your light. You're going to get too much glare off of it. Just focus on one. And then I said, use the warm. I basically showed him how to use the warm white instead of the, the bright white on white. Better contrast, right? Um, and then, of course, the dents right underneath the brace, which might be a good thing because if it wasn't under the brace, it probably would have been deeper. I mean, this, this was had to be a nuclear meteoric shot to make something that that deep. 
And Hyundai Metal and Paint, eh. There's, it used to be worse, but it's not as good as some, right? Uh, so I said, all right, you know what? A whale tail is not going to work with that because if you start putting a whale tail and pushing too much flat metal, um, basically we're going to get into a quick lesson on doing deep golf ball shots. Okay, so so the crazy thing is, is you can't really use a lot of heat either. If you use heat, it expands the metal. That's just going to spur the thing to want to stretch more. So you limit your heat, you can't glue pull, and you really shouldn't use a whale tail. If you're gonna use a whale tail, better have some sharp ends on it and you might, you better hope you're getting rotation so you're using the corner of the sharp ends and not the flat face. You wouldn't wanna push a deep round dent with a, with a round, round soft tool. You do that, you're, it's curtains. So, so what we did was we, luckily this hood had a liner on it. So I pulled the edge of the brace back a little bit, tuna candy, just a little bit, maybe a quarter inch. So he could get a pick tool on it, a finishing blade, which is basically a pointed tool, like a sewing needle, you know, sharp, right? Uh, and you go right to the center. And, and what that'll do is that it'll firm the dent up a little bit and make it not want to oil can, but it'll also, you're going to get that stretch up quick. Um, the trick is you minimize tapping because every time you tap, you're technically stretching the metal a little bit or you b might be annealing it. So your, your main goal, the throughput here is to expect and strive for texture. You want texture. You don't want cracked paint, of course, but that stretch has to go somewhere. It's physics. It's Bill Nye science guy. Okay. So would you rather have heavy peel? I think we have a car getting dropped off. You might hear me deal with a customer during a drop off here. I think they're dropping off, which means they're early. Eh, no, they're not, they're right on time. I'm late. Um, so, so minimize tapping. There we go, I'm back on track. Expect and strive for texture. And here's the question of the art. Would you rather have a heavy peel flat dent or a wavy crowned dent with less, with less texture. What can you wet send out? You can wet send out texture, but you can't wet send out a big crown, can you? So Jake unfortunately had the wrong idea. And what he did was he wet sanded, well he didn't wet sand, he basically ended up with a big large wavy crown. And the customer sees more of that. I mean, the customer picked it up late in the afternoon, the sun was kind of going down, and the sun was doing a real nice job of of showing the waves, so customers coming up. So I'm gonna leave you guys live here and talk to him real quick. Good morning, bright and early. I like it. Brian, how are you? I'm very well. All right, there it is, the key. All right, cool. We'll get on here momentarily. So it'll be done by five. I'm I'm certainly confident. Okay. Yeah, unless Great. unless a meteor hits us or something, God forbid. Yeah, we should have it all knocked out. I was looking for your van off of the road. It's uh, over at my wrap shop. We're, re we're redoing the wrap. Oh? Yeah, we're trying to. I had a customer that was very honest through another customer and said, you know, there's. I know there's a dent and scratch shop. I, I don't know if I would go because it looks like it might be. He was questionable because the van wrap, it just looked kind of It looked kind of old to him. Which, I, you know what? I mean, if you have a nice car, which you do, obviously, and most of my customers do, 
I'm trying to portray an image that is professional. So I said, yeah, that's all it took. Somebody give me that kind of input. Wow. So we're rewrapping it. It should be back next week. Well, that's always helped me to <laughs> see, okay. So yeah, where to turn, right? You're like, wait a minute, where did they go? <laughs> yeah, no, it's coming, it's coming back. All right, thanks a lot. <laughs> all right, have a good one. And you have my phone number, right? I do, I do, yeah. If you want to touch base, if you don't hear me back, maybe around three, feel free to ping me. Okay. Sweet. Thanks. Thank you. So there you go. So, and it's funny because we're going to talk about customer service. So you're going to, you're going to, you, you just heard a little something right there and I'm going to, I'm going to touch on it. I've been talking to my son Hunter about it because he's been helping out. He's uh, baseball season's off. So he's here helping out at the shop. Been a great help. I'm very appreciative of his time. Um, so, so where was I at? Let's finish the deep dent first. Yeah, we basically did. I said, would you rather have heavy texture or a crown? And unfortunately, we had the crown. So it's much harder for me to sell. It, it was going on, it was at least turn back or, he was, or he's gonna sell it, the customer. So he wasn't super disappointed, but he could still see the, the, the big wave in it. You know, like a one to three foot crumbler out at, at Doho, if anybody's from SoCal. But uh, yeah, so there's your uh, deep golf ball dent tutorial. Okay, now let's talk about what, what's the first, let's talk about customer service. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna postulate this, kids, animals, dogs, cats, small aviaries. Customer service is more important than technical skills. Customer service skills are more important than PDR technical skills. I think if you're an average tech, but you're an except, exceptional customer service person, rep, whatever you want to call yourself, a CSR, if you will, it's it's going to be infinitely more uh, beneficial for you. You're going to make a lot more money. You're going to have a better life. You're going to live the life you want to live. So so what am I saying? What are you saying, Brian? Get, get to your point. All right, well, thanks. Thanks, Bobby. What I'm saying is, is put down the tool. Stop worrying about being a great tech. I mean, it's not a bad idea to strive. But why don't you take some classes and get some guidance on being a customer service person? I had a real, one of my most famous students went to another guy, Jeremy, out in Florida uh, to hang with him and just ride along his side saddle for three days. Push free dance for him. And his name was Todd. Todd was a really good tech. Still is. And But Jeremy paid ten grand. Uh, for a consultant and was averaging $400 for small dents and up. And Todd wanted to see how the hell he was doing it. So Jeremy is a super nice guy. He'll, he, he'll open his door and help anybody. Todd, come on down. And Todd just knew what was right, which end was up, which end's down. And Todd decided, you know, I'm going to do dents for free for you in exchange for this instead of paying you money. He's like, that's fine, Todd. Sounds good. Whatever you want to do. You don't have to. You can just stand there if you want. Todd's like, no, no, no. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm not a freeloader. So, amongst a few other things, which I won't, I've, I've got it, it's in the podcast. It's, it's within the 701 episodes, so you can find it if you want to look for it. But talking about consultants and what they can do for your business. But, but basically what Todd learned is customer service. Jeremy style. Tallahassee, Florida. And it, it's something else because those customer service skills like I said, I mean, if you learn how to do it right, you really realize what matters. 
Sure, the car is important to the customer. And if you can take care of the car, like the gentleman just topped off to his Mercedes right now, that's good. But the main thing is, is, is making the customer happy. We're in the happiness business. Okay, we're here to charm people. We're here to connect. We're here to build trust. And we're here to convey con uh, confidence. Your skills are more for you than them. I'm going to say this again. Your skills are more for your benefit than theirs. How's that so, Brian? I'm not pushing my car. You're right. But it's the confidence you'll derive from your skills that you convey back to them that helps you get the job. Ultimately, you're benefiting yourself. You're closing the sale because they can see the confidence you have. But you're going to do a good job or they're going to be happy like, like the Veloster with Jake yesterday. Either way, happiness, yeah, it's a scale. He would have been happier, but he's still paid and was still satisfied and left. And I'm confident he'll be back. I mean, Jake the Snake has had his lunch handed to him the past couple of days. Between that Veloster yesterday and the Mazda 3 the day before the oil can on him and we put the shrinky box on it and it really didn't do much help, which is one of the first times ever, by the way, that I've done a shrink box on a dent. But Mazda Metal, I'm warning you kids, it's weird. I don't know if it's a high-strength steel that just doesn't like to shrink up or what, but it, granted, this picture a door that Harley-Davidson fell over on. The guy was parked right next to this car, and I think there was road rage, and he probably let the bike fall over on it, and then wanted to beat the shit out of the driver of the car. So, talk about a guy losing his ass, right? So... So what I'm saying is focus and get educated on your customer service skills. Take classes, get a mentor, whatever. Be better at it. If you serve the public, hell, even if you just do, do wholesale, you'll retain your clients longer. You'll get more money from them. And life's just going to be better. If you're single, it's also going to help you close with the opposite sex if that's your choice. See, I'm PC. So there it is, customer service, guys. Has more value than you know. Really does. Last thing, motorhome PDR. Is it worth it, yes or no? I don't know, let's talk. Let's chat, we have a real quick one here and then I'm gonna hop off. Cause I, as you can tell, I've already got a car, car dropped off and we're, we're into our Friday now. So motorhome PDR, should you do it? I think so. The overall value of a motorhome is higher than the average vehicle. Number one, that means they're from an equity standpoint, they're willing to spend more. You ever go to a motorhome body shop and see how much they charge on motorhomes? A lot more than passenger cars. So why wouldn't PDR follow? PDR should always follow the lead of the body shops, always, or pass them. We should never look look to be Autobody's little bitch, their little freaking bucktooth sister. That's not. We're not the bucktooth sister to body shops. Sorry. Get your braces, fix those teeth. Be the big sister. So Ram Pro Masters do them all the time. Sprinters, yep. Big box uh, motorhomes, yep. Composites, fiberglass, sure. Why not? Let's talk about the pros. Competition, very low. The value you could charge, I just mentioned that. Very high. Those are win-wins. Is there a lot of them out there? If you seek it out, you'll find them. So it just really depends. Are you going to do volume, high volume, volume of motorhomes? Probably not. But the jobs pay a shit ton. 
There are sprinters out there that are decked out by Winnebago and others. They're over two hundred grand, two hundred thousand dollars for a sprinter. And you take some dents out. You think you're going to charge one hundred twenty-five bucks? That's that's asinine. Not a chance. Last thing I'll leave you with, guys, before we leave. What's the first thing you should say when a retail customer comes up? A new one. And it could be a repeat customer. Now, this guy was dropping off his car, so I'm not going to ask him this question. But if he's, it's the initial contact for a new event, a new incident, the first thing you should say, and this phrase is gold, and it's going to sound simpler than it is, but it's not. It's good to see you, you greet him, and you say, hey, how did this happen? Ask questions. Don't talk. Don't be business. Don't go right to the, the price. Even if they're pushing you, start a conversation. And if they're willing to engage and have that conversation, flesh it out a little. A little. That's it. How did this happen? I can't tell you how simple yet powerful that phrase is. And I'm not going to get into why. I'm teaching my staff and they're still learning and they still screw up. They just want to go right there. Yeah, well, this is 6 inch 10. This is, you know, 675. No, 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 no. Back up. Talk to the customer. Why? Because if you don't do all the things I mentioned about in customer service, you risk not getting the sale if you want it. So there it is. And I don't know about you guys. I like getting the sale. I like getting paid. I like giving mama a new purse. I like putting food on the table. I like, I like, I like, I like. All right, there it is. We're done. Friday, September 9th. I'm dropping the mic. I'm out. Hope you like TP, Tom Petty, or toilet paper, whatever you want to refer to with TP. And I'll catch you on Monday on the next SAI million dollar PDR podcast. Bye-bye for now.